0: writing tricks, how to write anything. Well, in the previous episode we had a look at how to link two independent sentences into one, into a compound sentence, using one of the fanboys, one of the strategies, I mean like comma for, given reason comma and implying addition comma nor implying a, con- a negative a negative idea a ne- an option between two negative things etc however as i've anticipated we don't always add a comma whenever we have one of these coordinating conjunctions so how can we know this is the idea of this episode I know that I have mentioned it and, but it, I think it's worth paying attention to it. We have different chunks of words that can work inside a sentence. We have um, phrases or clauses and we really need to stop and think about them. So what is a clause? A Clause is a group of words, very important, it has a subject plus a verb and a phrase. Well, a phrase is a group of words that doesn't contain a subject plus a finite verb. So before we move any further, let's pay attention and let's decide whether the next group of words are clauses or phrases. Number one. Believing in yourself. Is this a clause or is, or is this a phrase? Believing in yourself. Believing in yourself is a phrase. It doesn't have a subject. It doesn't have a finite verb. Let's go for the next one. Number two. After the president speaks. Is this a clause or is this a phrase? This is a clause. The president speaks after the president speaks the president would be the subject speaks is a finite verb it's kind of conjugated the third one the teacher always comes prepared so the teacher would be the subject comes would be the finite conjugated verb the teacher always comes prepared is a clause before the examination, number four, before the examination, this is a phrase, that is not a finite verb. Number five, why Mona Lisa is smiling, number five, why Mona Lisa is smiling, is a clause. Mona Lisa would be the subject, is smiling, the finite verb. So, why Mona Lisa is smiling is a clause. Number six. The Alps are breathtaking. The Alps are breathtaking. This is a clause. The Alps, subject, are, finite verb, breathtaking. Hmm, okay. So, the idea now, the interesting thing to understand is that coordinating conjunctions can link clauses or they can link phrases. When we need to add a comma is when they are linking two independent clauses. Because when we have an independent clause, a clause that is strong enough to survive on itself, it can form a sentence, when we want to link two of them is when we add comma and comma, but, comma, or. However, and, or, they can also be used to link phrases. So, let's pay attention to the next ideas. Idea number one, or sentence number one. Andrew and his sister teach music. Andrew and his sister teach music. These are not two independent This is a clause because what follows Andrew and his sister, his sister is a phrase. So and is linking Andrew, his sister. We don't need a comma here because what happens is we have an idea in which Andrew and his sister act as a subject because who teaches music, who teach music? andrew and his sister so in this case this is a compound subject andrew and his sister teach music both of them both andrew and his sister and is not followed by a subject verb object and is followed by a noun phrase his sister therefore no comma andrew his sister is the subject What do they do? They teach. What do they teach? Music. Andrew and his teacher and his sister teach music. Full stop. No commas. Just as we have a sentence that has a compound subject, we can also have a compound verb. So let's listen to the next example. Maria listens to music and dances. So, who does the action? Maria. What does Maria do? She does two things. She listens to music and dances. Do we need a comma before AND? No. Because she does these two things. Listens to music and dances. So, dances doesn't have a subject. There is not AND, subject and another verb. Therefore, no comma, the same person does two things, these two ideas, these two phrases are linked at the same height, but this is a compound verb. Maria listens to music and dances full stop, no comma. Okay, so we have seen an example in which we have said a compound subject, such as Andrew and his sister teach music. We have seen another example in which we have a compound verb. Maria listens to music and dances. Now, let's have a look at a sentence which has a compound object. Pedro reads... What does he read? Pedro reads novels and comics. So, novels and comics are two examples of things that Pedro Reads. Do we need a comma? No. Why? Because if we pay attention to the structure novels and comics, what comes after and comics is a noun phrase. There's no subject there, There there's not a finite verb there. So Pedro reads novels and comics is an example of a compound object. Pedro reads novels and comics, full stop. No need to add a comma, in fact a comma there would be wrong. So let's recap. What's a simple sentence? A simple sentence contains an independent clause, it must contain a subject, it needs a main verb, and it must it must formulate a complete thought. When we have two of these simple sentences with an independent Clause, subject, verb, object, or subject, verb, complement. When it has a subject, when it has a verb, and when it formulates a complete thought, we have a complete sentence. When we link two complete sentences, indicating explicitly what the connection is between these two independent sentences, such as the, in a way of the wedding vows, we can use this structure, comma, then voice. In this case, comma. But remember we can have not only compound sentences, we can have one clause or one sentence that has a compound subject. Andrew and his sister teach music, no commas. Compound verbs. Maria listens to music and dances, no commas. Or a compound object. Pedro reads novels and comics, no commas there. Okay. Excellent. I hope that that was clear. I hope that that was clear. So, what we have discussed up to this point are two independent clauses at the same height. Both of them could survive on their own, but together they're stronger. We're explicitly indicating what their connection is. Is it contrast? Is it a logical consequence? Blah, 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 blah. Comma, fanboys. Super strong. Now, is there any other interesting way in which we can link uh, clauses or independent clauses to make sentences? Yes, there is. Is there a way in which we can link them without explicitly um, implying or indicating what their connection is? Of course there is. And what is that? A semicolon. But that would be the Main idea of the next episode. Hi, I'm Mala Jurado, the person behind this podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Writing Tricks. I'll be back with new episodes pretty soon. You can find more writing tricks on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, or your favorite podcast directory. Some of you have asked me how to help this podcast. Well, if you find the tricks interesting and you want them to keep coming to your phone, the best way to make sure that this happens is to leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. Of course, don't forget to follow it on Twitter and on Facebook at Writing Tricks and on Instagram at WritingTricksFM. I'll meet you there and I'll see you next time. In the meantime, remember, there are easy tricks to learn how to write anything.